Hello, welcome to this week's Q&A episode from Ignite. As always, these questions are from those in the January intake of Ignite and the graduates who are in the Ignite Academy. So let's get cracking. Now it's I'm, I don't want to jinx it. It's probably going to be a relatively short episode today as we've only really got one major question. And then there's also just a couple of points kind of on that. And then something as well that I want to dive into from uh, something that came up in someone's check-in last week that I just think is a really helpful thing for me to cover and quite an important one. Um, so diving in, um, this was from Scarlett in the group, but I think a lot of people are in a similar situation or they maybe have weekends coming up. Um, she said that she's got an overnight stay in a hotel for work this week and not sure how to manage tracking food or even what the food situation will be. Um, obviously, no, I know they have a gym, so I plan to um, go in the evening to work out, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, if anyone has any suggestions on the food situation, I'm all ears Thanks. So when it comes to either being away for work or maybe you're away or whatever, you know, whatever's going on, there are a couple of different approaches that you can take to this. Now, when you're away with work, I think it can be very easy to almost view it as a little bit of like, a, oh, I'm I'm away, I'm staying in a hotel, feels a little bit like holiday vibes. So when you're away in a hotel, I think one of the really important things to keep in mind here and to consider is that don't treat it any different to any other day. Like don't necessarily treat it differently to as if you're at home. Obviously, yes, you don't have a kitchen, like you don't have a fridge, you can't make your own food. But I think when you're having those days, if you're able to track, you know, if you're eating out at restaurants or you're picking up food for lunch from a supermarket, like you can track those as normal. Now, if for whatever reason you can't track or maybe you have no idea what the food situation is going to be, so you can't plan ahead necessarily, one of the best things that you can do is literally just, especially if you're eating like at restaurants or I don't know, say if the hotel have like a buffet breakfast and things like that, rather than just thinking, oh, I'm going to make the most of it because I'm at a hotel tonight or, you know, for the morning or whatever, just like pick the meals that align most with the things that you would normally eat. So let's say normally in the morning you'll have like some granola with yogurt and some fruit. Cool. If you're having a buffet breakfast at a hotel or whatever, nine times out of 10, they will have yogurt, they will have granola or cereal and they will have fruit. So like, you can just have that same kind of meal from the hotel. Like there's no need to completely change what you're eating or completely change what you're doing. Like just pick the meals that are as similar to those you would make for yourself as possible. Same thing goes for if you're eating out, obviously in the UK, right? Most um, or a lot of restaurants, like they have the calorie information available anyway. So again, you can try and pick something that aligns with, right, I would normally have say 500 calories ish for dinner. So I'm going to pick a dish that maybe falls within that, or I'm going to just be mindful that, you know, they may well have more calories. So I'm going to make sure that I pick something with some vegetables or, you know, I'm going to get like a, I don't know, like a grilled chicken burger rather than a fried chicken burger, just again, to kind of keep the protein a bit higher and opt for like those leaner meats um, and things like that and kind of making those sensible choices. So that's, I suppose, that if you're away on a work trip and if you you just happen to be in a hotel and it's not like a holiday or it's not a trip away necessarily, I think that's definitely the best way to approach it. Now, if you are, I don't know, maybe you're on a weekend away, maybe you are um, on holiday, I don't know, going to stay with family or something like that, whatever it might be, you have generally speaking like you have two choices here it's kind of two ends of the spectrum right or well not necessarily two ends of the spectrum but main kind of two options here is first things first and by the way there's no right or wrong here like you can go away and you can eat whatever whenever you want like you can go away and just be like I'm only away for two days this is my only holiday in like the last six months the only time that I've had off of work so I just want to go and enjoy myself I'm exploring a new city um 
who was I think Sean you're in in Madrid right this week and you're like I found this amazing churros place like amazing go and enjoy the churros um very jealous as well because it's so miserable right like in the UK right now and the rain is just making me crave some sunshine so like enjoy I hope it's nice and warm there um anyway a bit of a tangent but um yeah like when you're on holiday and things like that couple of choices you can go away and you can just eat whatever you want not think about your food choices not think about your portion sizes or anything like that and by the way that it's absolutely fine if you choose to do that if you are someone who loves exploring I don't know a city and all the various foods it has to offer and stuff like that there is nothing wrong with that and in the grand scheme of things like if you're away for two days out of you know eight weeks like two days out of two months or two days out of six months like it's so insignificant like it does not matter um but you do obviously need to recognize and take responsibility for any potential short-term impact that's going to have so you know you're probably not going to come back and expect to see a two pound drop on the scales right and that's okay so that probably means that you know that week and potentially the week after is going to be more likely to be around maintenance which is fine right that is okay and you can take you know responsibility for that you can accept that enjoy your holiday not feel bad about it and then just crack on as normal once you're back the other option you have here as well and like i said that right there's no right or wrong i don't want you to think that one of these is better than the other but the other option that you have is to go away like and still obviously enjoy yourself but potentially just make some compromises right so when you're away again potentially i mean as i mentioned with like the hotel visits potentially just pick meals that do align a little bit more with what you would typically eat home uh you know reduce snacking um between meals or kind of try and avoid snacking where you can uh you know when you are going for meals maybe just having one or two courses rather than having three uh you know if you are staying at a hotel rather than making the most of the buffet breakfast and having like a cooked breakfast then a pastry then some yogurt then some fruit like pick one section of the buffet to enjoy each morning this is something like i have um one of my clients who works away a lot you know, I often say to her, look, like if you're having a hotel breakfast, fine, but don't go in and have a bit of everything. Like go in one morning and say, right, well, today I'm going to have like a cooked breakfast. And then tomorrow I'm going to have, um, I don't know, like a yogurt and cereal or whatever for breakfast. And, you know, rather than trying to have it all at once, like split it up, like you're there for more than one day, probably. Uh, if you are, obviously, if you're not, just pick one of them anyway. Uh, but again, like making a few more compromises. Can you get a side of vegetables with every meal? Can you maybe snack on some fruit between meals rather than, I don't know, just ice cream? Like have some ice cream if you're on a nice sunny holiday. But, you know, can you maybe get some fruit and veg in there as well? Make sure that you stay hydrated. Can you maybe reduce any alcohol intake? Not because, you know, well, I was going to say not because it's bad for you, but I mean, alcohol is bad for you, let's face it. But <laughs> not because of like the caloric intake, but more just because it's not going to leave you feeling your best. It's, it's potentially then going to cause you to like overeat because you're going to get McDonald's at two in the morning after a few too many cocktails. You know, again, nothing wrong with that now and then. We just want to, you know, minimize that if we can. Um, but anyway, yeah, sort of making some of those extra compromises by like sticking to those meals, maybe just sticking to one course, you know, opting for those like um, leaner protein sources, so something like grilled chicken um, or like turkey or something over, I don't know, like a, a beef burger, uh, you know, maybe having a side salad or sharing like a portion of fries rather than having one to yourself, like these little tweaks and little changes that you can make when you're away. Just if you do really want to like minimize your impact, I would never ever recommend for anyone when they're on holiday to try and track their calories. Like it's just not worth it. Like that, like there's just no point because you're on holiday. A, it's going to be pretty hard to track it in the first place. And B, like 
it's just going to take the enjoyment out of something. It's going to take the spontaneity sometimes that holidays bring. You know, sometimes you're just walking down the street and suddenly, I don't know, you see like a cafe or a bakery and you're like, oh my God, that looks incredible. Um, like if you've ever been to Lisbon, Lisbon is like my second home. It's my favorite city ever. I would move there if it wasn't for stupid Brexit. Um, <laughs> but like, again, you're walking down the, the street in Lisbon and you come across uh, Pastel Donata cafe or whatever you call them shop and it's like yes please you know you can't just say no to a pastel donata um but so yeah if you ever find yourself in lisbon by the way hit me up for some recommendations because i will give you my ranking of best to worst of pastel donatas of all the ones i've tried anyway that was a total tangent and i've completely forgotten where i was going with that point but yeah trying to track you know you you want that spontaneity sometimes, right? When you're out and about, so trying to pre-plan and pre-track and everything, it's just it's just not worth it. It's just not worth the stress or the effort or anything like that. So at the end of the day, go and enjoy yourself. Be a bit smarter with your food choices if you want to be. You know, eat some vegetables and some fruit. A to obviously give your body some nutrients, but also B like to help with your digestion and actually get some fiber in there because I'm sure we all know like when you go away, maybe you get a little bit backed up, probably because you're maybe not eating quite so well. Like give yourself some fruit, give yourself some veg. Promise you that your bowels and your digestive system will probably thank you for it and you won't feel quite so bloated and gross <laughs> from like other kinds of things that you might be eating and drinking. Um but anyway, I hope that makes sense. Obviously, I know that a few of you have got like weekends away coming up and things like that. And I think, you know, when you have these weekends away or you're going away for a um, week long holiday, even like a two week trip, I think that's exactly when having like a coach and having the accountability is so important because so many people, right, they go away for this weekend and they come home and they're like, well, I've absolutely screwed everything up because you've gained like three pounds from the weekend away, which by the way, totally normal. So if you are going away, don't weigh yourself for like a few days after, let things settle. But like people go away and then they panic and they're like, well, fucked it now. And then they give up for like three weeks and it takes them ages to get back on track, quote unquote, back on track after they've been away. So again, that's why you know, the power of this accountability, the power of this group, the power of this program is so helpful. It's going to help you to learn to like the day after you get back, crack straight on as normal, like back to business as usual, because I'm going to be here to say like, right, you're home now. Let's not dilly dally about. Let's just crack on as normal, like business as normal, you know, and it just, yeah, having that accountability makes it so much easier because, you know, that those two, three days away, on holiday are so insignificant and it's not those two or three days away that are going to have the biggest impact for you in your weight loss journey and in your you know fitness journey it's what happens when you get home it's what happens you know whether you get straight back into life as normal and routine as normal or whether you let that maybe week or you know few days of eating a bit more and enjoying yourself then carry on and carry over into another week of overeating or not really getting back in the gym and all of that, right? So use me, use the group, use your check-ins. Like we're gonna make sure if you are away, cause I know some of you have like some weekends away coming up. So if you are away, just yeah, use the group, not whilst you're away because go and enjoy yourself. Like don't be posting in the group. Well, I mean, you can post in the group while you're away, but the only thing I wanna see from you in the group is like tasty food pictures or touristy photos to be like, look how much fun I'm having but nothing related to like what food choices should I be making because yeah I've just explained that and when you're on holiday go and have fun <laughs> anyway hopefully that has made sense in terms of see if you are away and how you maybe want to approach things you know if it is just like you're away for work 
and you just happen to be in a hotel like don't treat it any differently to how you would if you're at home generally um yes obviously food situation will be a bit different but just try and eat as similarly similarly that is a word isn't it similarly as you would when you're at home um and then when you're away you have a couple of options there just say i'm going to eat whatever excuse me i just had like a weird hiccup um i'm just going to eat whatever and enjoy myself or i'm going to make a few compromises but at the end of the day you're still going to enjoy yourself um cool so then something as well that i wanted to quickly touch on um from one of the check-ins last week was now obviously you know all of you in this group you're all on very different stages of a journey like you're all you've all got different starting positions and things like that but this one is something that some of you might not have thought about just yet you might not be in the position to be thinking about this yet but some of you might um and it's about reaching a like potentially kind of reaching a stage in your journey where you kind of understand that maybe you're you know not like in a bad place maybe you think actually like i've i've lost a fair bit of weight like i'm not carrying loads of body fat but you know i'm not quite happy with the way i look just yet and so you maybe then start to think oh you know should i be um dropping my calories down like so i want to speed up my pro my progress you know should i be losing weight a lot quicker even though as we know and as we've spoken about in the past if you generally have a lower body weight, if you have less body fat to lose, you will lose weight much slower. And obviously there comes a point where you do have to keep dropping calories down and down and down if you want to lose weight. Um, But also you might be in a position where you're like, oh, do I need to reduce calories because I want to get this lean toned look that I'm after? Um, But it just feels like I have to reduce them and it's it's taking so long. So do I drop them down so that I can speed things up? Um, Because I'm, you know, I want to get this body that I'm after but at the same time it's really hard because I want to build muscle and you know that actually the maybe the physique that you're after maybe you want to grow your bum maybe you're trying to I don't know get some more toned arms or whatever it is you know you're thinking I need to just lose my body fat I need to lose my body fat I need to lose more weight so that I can see these muscles and something that you probably don't want to hear sometimes and sometimes it's like the opposite of what you might expect but if you're in a position where you're thinking oh i just need to lose more fat in order to i don't know reveal these muscles or in order to you know see what i'm after chances are you actually don't need to lose any more body fat chances are you just now need to prioritize on maintaining your weight and building muscle and gaining strength and you know building in that muscle is, you know, if you're trying to gr- uh, grow your glutes, for example, if you're trying to get a nice perky butt, if you're trying to, I don't know, get some insane biceps going, if you're trying to, um, I don't know, get some better quads, whatever it might be, chances are you're going to reach a stage where what you think you need versus what you actually need are two different things. Chances are you're going to reach a stage where actually you don't need to drop any more body fat and that actually losing more body fat isn't going to give you the outcome you're after because actually what you need to do now is start eating more which I know sounds scary when you're on a weight loss journey that sounds a little bit like oh that's a bit scary like why would I eat more because I I don't look how I want to yet but actually by eating more by sitting more at uh, maintenance or around maintenance and really really pushing your strength pushing yourself hard in your training giving your body the fuel that it needs to grow that muscle because yes to some extent you can build muscle whilst you're in a calorie deficit and whilst you're losing weight um, you know especially if you are like new to training or if you're like a gym newbie and things like that then um it is much easier and you will see more progress but there will come a stage where you aren't carrying much body fat 
and you want to build muscle and you need to eat more in order to do so because you need the energy to do it your muscles need the energy in order to grow and build and recover and this can be a really hard position to be in especially if you're someone who feels like their entire life has been about okay well I want to get more tone so I need to lose more body fat I need to lose more weight I need to get as small as physically possible being able to shift that mindset can be quite challenging and I have to go through this quite often with my um, one-to-one clients and again this is where you really really have to commit to trusting the process because often when I turn around to them and I say look actually we're in a really good spot now we've lost I don't know, we've lost a stone, you know, you've lost, you've dropped a load of body fat, your measurements are in a good place, like you're really happy with how your clothes are fitting right now. But I also know that maybe you want a bit more tone in your legs, like you want to grow slightly bigger glutes, you want to, I don't know, get a bit more muscle in your arms or a bit more definition here, there and everywhere. We have to have that conversation to say, well, actually, right now, losing more fat isn't going to help you to reach that those like physique goals or to reach the position that you're after. So actually, now we need to start eating a little bit more. And, you know, I may well have said this to a few of you. Um, I know that obviously there's a couple of you that I've said this to uh, in the Ignite group and you're sort of more in this position. But now it's about, right, let's get a bit more food in you. Let's fuel your body a bit better and really, really push that training so that we can build that muscle. We can grow that muscle. Again, if in three months time you're thinking, actually, maybe I've got a little bit more body fat than I want now. And actually, now that my muscles are growing, I don't know, maybe we've been eating in a slight surplus even. So um, you know, eating slightly over maintenance to help with that muscle growth. If you decide at some point, actually, I do maybe have a little bit more body fat that I'd like to lose. Cool. Like we can enter back into a deficit. However, spending time at maintenance or even in, in a very, very small surplus is really, really important and really, really underrated when it actually comes to getting the physique that you're after, um, especially when it comes to having, you know, muscles and having that like toned, quote unquote, toned look. Toning a muscle isn't a thing. Um, but when people talk about a toned look, what they're actually meaning is they want to have muscles that you can see. And in order to have muscles that you can see, you've got to grow said muscles. And if you're in a relatively low body fat percentage already, you don't need to lose the fat to bring the muscles out. You need to grow the muscles bigger so that they kind of come through, right? The the little body fat that's left. Um, but yeah, just thought, that was an important thing to say. And again, obviously, right, with me here coaching you, we can absolutely see like, when are we getting to these stages? You know, actually, where are we better off? Is there body fat left to lose? And also at the same time, as I've already mentioned, right, eventually when you reach a certain weight, you may have to reduce calories lower. Now, if you're someone who maybe isn't carrying huge amounts of body fat, maybe you're not massively active in terms of like steps and training, if maybe you're a little bit on the shorter side, you might reach a stage where actually if you want to lose a significant amount of body weight, which to be fair, you probably haven't got a significant amount of body fat left to lose if you're in that position. But it might be a case of like you having to drop calories lower than either A, like you're willing to do or B, fits within your lifestyle, right? Like if you're, I don't know, if you're busy and you work from home and you don't really have like you're very, you don't have much time to get get out for more steps or get to the gym more frequently or maybe you have quite busy social weekends and like you don't want to give that up that's absolutely fine you might reach a stage where it's like right well we're going to weigh this up we can either drop calories which is going to make your life really hard really boring just so that we can lose another couple of kilos or we can actually increase slightly we can bring you to maintenance we can still slowly but we will still drop body fat whilst really pushing our strength whilst giving our bodies the energy it needs and working on what we call like 
uh, body recomposition, which is where you sit at maintenance and you're going to be losing body fat while simultaneously building muscle. The thing that people struggle with here when they're sitting at maintenance is that it is a slow process. And so it is very much like you have to trust the process and like commit to it because much like, or sorry, unlike weight loss, right? When you lose weight, you can see weight loss fairly quickly, right? You see the scales dropping, you see your measurements dropping, you start feeling your genes fitting better. Whereas when you're sitting at maintenance, the scales aren't changing, they're potentially going to fluctuate up and down a little bit, your measurements will start to change, but it'll be a much slower process. And like building muscle takes time. So those physical changes, they're going to take a while to come through. And so, you know, trusting the process is really, really important. Obviously, that's where accountability and having a coach to be like, no, you need to keep doing what you're doing is really, really helpful. And like these check ins and everything are so vital. But um, yeah, obviously, that's, yeah, that's a a bit more of like a longer term thing just to obviously consider and kind of keep in mind that at some point you probably won't need to lose any more body fat and it will be about returning to maintenance starting to build that muscle and all of that so I just sort of wanted to touch on that Um, and I hope that that has it was a little bit of a ramble around that but I hope that that has made some kind of sense again it's quite scary as women when we've always been told like we should diet and blah 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 and when maybe in the past when we've come away from a dieting phase we've put the weight back on it can sound quite scary to be told like right we're going to increase your calories we're going to bring you to maintenance and we're going to start like focusing on that muscle building phase can feel quite scary but that's why I'm here to support you always so yeah any questions on that as well obviously pop them in the group um if there is anything else for this week that any other questions or anything you want answering obviously just put them in the group as you have missed this podcast episode for this week or I can dive into it next week but anyway I'm going to wrap this up here look at that I think that is a the shortest episode yet so go me (laughs) um but anyway I hope you'll have a fabulous week I'm very much looking forward to reading through your check-ins tomorrow and getting back to you and seeing how you're all getting on um but otherwise I will chat to you in the group 